Peace and light, everybody. Welcome to Omoto Media Podcast, a wonderful place where we celebrate diversity and inclusion. In the studio with me is an amazing person, and we'll be talking about a very educative topic because we'll be talking about activism. Okay, I know a lot of people have, have heard of this word being thrown in the air here and there, but today we are going to have an in-depth understanding of what activism is and how using social media platforms to advocate for our rights is. And um, in the studio with me is Petronella Moyoya. She calls herself Yellow Juice, an amazing person. She's a content creator and also a human rights activist. Welcome to the program, Petronella. Thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you to everybody who's uh, having an opportunity to get to listen to this podcast. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to give you an amazing flow. I, I want you to introduce yourself the way you want. I know I've, I've, <laughs> I've touched uh, a bit about you. Uh-huh. Um, and, and now it's it's your time to just tell the listeners who you are and whatever you'd love them to know about you. All right. Again, thank you for having me. So my birth names are Petronella Mulenga Muyoya. I will not go in depth because I have over five names. So <laughs> we'll stick to the three birth names. But um, I'm commonly known as Yellow Juice, which is uh, like call my stage name. So uh, I use it on radio as well because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a radio DJ. So Yellow Juice is, is uh, a really creative way I came up with so that people can easily remember me. So I use this to advocate and also to entertain people. So yes, I'm commonly known as Yellow Juice. So everybody else calls me Yellow Juice, so everybody else should call me Yellow Juice. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. And from now on, I'll be calling you Yellow Juice. <laughs> Definitely. And it suits you. And actually, I have a yellow mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Synchronicity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. So today's topic is about activism. And mm-hmm. my first question for you is, what is activism? Okay. So, obviously, we know that different terms are understood by uh, different people differently. But I would, I would like to say, in a, in a simple term, I would like to say that activism is a vigorous action or an involvement that uh, has to do with achieving certain goals. They could be political, they could be economical. Uh, I'm sure we've heard of people who are uh, animal rights activists, we've heard people who are uh, GBV activists, Uh, uh, we also have feminism, human rights. So uh, activism is just a term that we use for people who are uh, advocating for or against a particular movement or a term or or a social movement. It could be political or an economical movement. So activism in general or in simple terms could be an action towards a certain goal. So it could be against something or for something. So that is what activism is about. Beautiful. Yes. I, I love how you've put it. And mm-hmm. I've just realized that the first three letters on activism is act. Exactly. Okay, so it's about taking action. Precisely. Okay. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, so what, what do you advocate for as an activist, as Yellow Jaws? Okay. Yeah. So um, when it comes to activism, I'd like to think of myself as a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Mm. Because uh, what I simply mean by this is, I touch on a little bit of everything because there's so much going on in the world that needs to be spoke against. But my main, my main area is uh, human rights. 
so I advocate for human rights, but I also advocate for uh, animal rights and welfare. I advocate for uh, gender equality, for mental health awareness, for reproductive health rights. So it's, 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 it's something that I do not want to limit myself and just say, I only do human rights act activism. We have yeah. animals that are being mistreated. No, so I, 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 don't, I don't only focus on the human aspect. Mm -hmm. I just want to fight for the equality of any and everything that needs to be spoke against because there's so much that is going on in the world. And for me to just specialize in one thing and say, I will only speak about reproductive rights or I will only speak about gender equality. I do not want to limit myself. Therefore, I advocate or I'm an activist for... Uh, different issues but I, I i mainly advocate for human rights but that is not where i have confined myself mm, yes. beautiful um I, I, you know i was paying so much attention when you are talking mm -hmm. and <laughs> I've, I've just realized that you you don't advocate for one thing okay but yes. you advocate for different issues mm -hmm. so so my question is how do you get to balance advocating for everything as you, you've put it everything that matters mm -hmm. how do you get to balance you know your advocacy strategies uh, for example uh, advocating for human rights advocating mm -hmm. for animal rights how, how do you get to balance you know okay so it's, it's pretty simple we, the way we have a jack of all trades. So this person is uh, someone who's knowledgeable about almost each and every field, but is a master of none. So I am a person who, I the way I balance my work is that, obviously I have to carry out a consistent message that if I'm talking about animal rights, it's animal rights. I cannot venture and talk about animal rights and then go to reproductive health. I am sending mixed signals. Mm -hmm. So if I'm talking about a particular matter at that particular moment, that is what I will talk about. So it's pretty much about dividing my duties. If I know that, okay, uh, if something came up or I'm just, I have a piece or, 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 or uh, a video that I want to release and I know, okay, this time around I'm talking about mental health or this time around I'm talking about uh, human rights or I'm talking about reproductive health. So I'm, I'm, I'm one person who always makes sure that if I'm looking at one thing, it's that particular thing at the moment because at the end of the day, I'm trying to send a message that is supposed to bring about positive change. So if there's no consistency in my message, if I'm sending five messages at a go, I will cause confusion. So what I do as an activist is specialize. If I'm talking about human rights, it's human rights. If I'm talking about animal rights, it's animal rights. If I'm talking about reproductive health, it's reproductive health. So it's about sending a consistent message at a particular moment. Mm. Yes. I love, I love how you've put it. And um, let, let's talk about human rights. You mm -hmm. know, as an activist for human rights, um, do you have like a specific target Okay, that you are advocating for or you advocate for all people. It, it, is it the minority people or the less privileged? Mm -hmm. uh, who, whom do you stand for when you're advocating for these human rights? All right. So in general, it's a human being, mm -hmm. a human being who has the right to life, mm -hmm. who has the right to shelter, education. It's, it, it, it encompasses everything, but uh, as a speciality, it's the minority groups because these are people that do not have a voice. So what I do is I use m different media channels. I use my my voice to 
speak for the people who do not have a voice. So I'm not saying there are certain people who are vocal, but they fail to speak of things that matter. So these are the people that we also need to talk about because we have the minority groups quite all right who fail to talk for themselves, who have certain concerns and issues that are not being tabled and their rights are being uh, violated. So these are the people that I specialize in, minority groups. These are because we know that these are people who cannot speak for themselves. These are people who whose rights and, and, and well-being is being threatened or violated. So these are the people that I really do specialize for and, and speak for. Mm, exactly. Wow. So, so how does this same activism look like in practice? Okay, let's say uh, you're on social media mm-hmm. and uh, you're advocating for the human rights. Um, what, how, how, how do you project your message? Is it through writing? Do you produce videos? What, what means do you use to deliver your message out there? Okay, so even before I get into uh, what media channels I use. Oh, beautiful. It's, 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 it's very cardinal to understand that a human's attention span is really short. And it's even growing thinner because we have so much going on in the world. So mm. when I'm putting up a message, when I'm seated by myself and said, what am I going to talk about today? Okay, I'm talking about human rights, but what exactly am I trying to project? Or is it uh, reproductive health rights? What what am I trying to bring about? So I, f- before I even set out a message, I need to understand my audience because I know that when somebody cr- scrolls on their Facebook page, on their uh, f- Facebook news feed, there's so much going on. There's this artist talking to this artist. There's this person who's doing this thing. So... Even as I'm setting my message, I need to understand that the people I'm creating the message for have got a short attention span. Mm. So I always make sure I limit my messages to a, 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 a really limited time, but I make sure that there are cardinal messages that are there. So I use poetry, mm-hmm. uh, written articles, as well as videos, because we know that when people are watching videos, it, it, is, it is a well-known fact, actually, that uh, visual content and... Uh, visual art is better remembered compared mm. to when someone reads a piece or when someone hears something. But when there's visual aid involved, it's easier for a person to remember a message for a lot of reasons because of how the the, the person who's carrying the message looks like or how they speak or how they art- articulate. So I prefer to use videos because it better sticks in a person's mind. So that is what I use. So usually my videos are limited to 30 seconds or 60 seconds mm. because I know I'm dealing with a, with an audience that has a really short attention span. So that is what I focus on. So I make sure that my videos have a very creative and consistent message, but it should be very, very creative because for someone, the first five seconds of the video is what determines if the person is going to watch the whole video. So I make sure that it's like it's like a, it's like the gist. The most important part is the five seconds of the video. So I make sure that the f- very first five seconds are really creative, and I give you a reason to go up to the whole sixty seconds or the thirty seconds. Beautiful! Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think my other question. I know you've touched on the platforms that you use, mm-hmm. you know, to advocate for the rights of people mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, different rights that you've talked about as an activist. Mm-hmm. So uh, my question is, are you just limited to online platforms or you also have other means that you use to advocate for the rights of people? Okay, so um, 
before the, the the COVID-19 pandemic, I I started from my old high school because there's no better place to start than home because they say charity begins at home. So, um my my I, I used to go to Highland Secondary School. It's in in somewhere in in Kabanana. So that's where I started from. So we have something that we used to call safe club. So on, on Wednesdays, pupils will have different clubs. There's math club, there's jet club, but there's something that is called social, uh, safe club where people come in and we talk about reproductive health. We talk about health and uh, mental health. We talk about human rights. So this is a physical platform that I started using because it's better we, we put in this message in young people even as they are leaving high school and going to universities, they know that they are not vulnerable because they know their rights. They've been educated. They know when to speak up. They know when to speak against something. They know when to contribute and not when to contribute. So that is a platform. That That is a physical platform that I was using before the pandemic. But because of the pandemic, I couldn't uh, talk to most of the, the pupils that I was talking to and even plans that I had to go to other uh, uh, basic schools and, and secondary schools had been put on hold because there was no physical interaction. So as at now, and as I've been doing, I've been using Facebook. Uh, the reason why I'm using Facebook is because that's where I have the most followers. So I'm looking at the numbers. So I use WhatsApp. Uh, I started with WhatsApp and Facebook because uh, I have people that are supporting the messages. So I have people that share the content. So because of how much they shared the content is why I stuck to Facebook and WhatsApp. But as my fan base has grown so far, I've moved to platforms such as TikTok and um, Instagram and Twitter. So uh, sending out messages is pretty much about knowing your audience, as I said before. So everybody is getting on TikTok now. Everybody wants to make videos on TikTok. Everybody wants to create content on TikTok. So I'm using this platform to say, okay, we have this fast-growing platform, right? We've had Facebook for the longest time, but we know there are a lot of people that are accessing um, TikTok now compared to any other uh, social media platform. So I chose to use that because I know that the eagerness that people have to use new things and to adapt to new things is a way of getting a clear message out. So I'm now, uh, TikTok is one of the main platforms that I want to start using right now because it has a really uh, large coverage. So that's what I want to focus on. But we still have Facebook and WhatsApp and Twitter and uh, Instagram to to cater for because people have different needs and wants for social media, so which is why they use different media platforms. So I chose to use all the platforms that are available to communicate to people. Wow, mm -hmm. beautiful. I, I really love your passion for your work and um, you, you. Your, your stamina itself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you look like you know what you're doing, you know your targeted audience, uh -huh. you know what, you, what you're supposed to deliver. But my question is, um, how has been the feedback of uh, your targeted audience? What are some of the successful stories uh, they have shared uh, on how they've been impacted with um, your deliverables on the online platforms? Okay, so uh, something that I should make mention first is, in as much I, as I have as many followers as I do, when I create a message or a video, if I get at least one reaction, one positive reaction, I feel like my work has been done. Mm. So uh, I've, I've had people who have messaged me, people I've never talked to, people I've never met, even people from outside Zambia 
who have come to me and told me all I needed was to hear that message and it made me feel better. Mm. That is what advocacy is about. That is what activism is about. If you manage to change the mentality or or the thought process of one person, you have achieved something. Um, I, I I created a video that was talking about uh, reproductive health. So I was I was just making in this video. Uh, I'll just try to elaborate a little bit of on on what I was talking about. So um, the fact is that we have looking at the number of uh, teenage pregnancies that we have in Zambia. It is quite evident that our children in schools are having sex. So my message was pretty much telling parents and guardians and even the government itself that this is happening. We have young adults and adolescents that are practicing uh, uh, our, uh, are in sexual encounters and, and are having sex. But we, as a, because we're a Christian nation, we choose not to to believe that this is happening. But we have the, the high numbers of HIV and AIDS. We have the high numbers of teenage pregnancies. So we're, we're, we're giving this situation our back because of, of what our country is birthed on. But at the end of the day, we should understand that the practicality of what's happening on the ground is different from what's on paper. So what my message was just trying to put across was that we shouldn't do away with uh, teaching children about reproductive health teaching them the right and wrong things to do, right? So it, it was pretty much a video that was telling them, like, look, our children are having sex. Let's teach them on how to have safe and, uh, yeah, pretty much safe sex because we, we can't do away with the fact that this is happening. So the best thing we can do is teach them that this is how this can be done. You can protect yourself from HIV and STDs and STIs by doing this, 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 and that. So this is what one of my videos, to, my one of my videos, were talking about, and I, I had uh, my, my 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 target audience obviously was was uh, people in in non government organizations, in 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 health facilities, uh, in schools, even even the government itself. So I had positive response from uh, from someone from Planned Parenthood Association of Zambia. They were actually impressed that someone is actually tabling out this issue because we know it's happening but we just do not want to speak about it so that for me went was a milestone for me because we have such an organization that has recognized the message so even as they are carrying out uh, their organizational goals they are realizing that we need to speak about reproductive health in secondary schools and basic schools because we know that we have high numbers of HIV and AIDS, of, 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 of uh, teenage pregnancies and uh, teenage abortions. All these things are happening. So as PPAZ, they came about and said, look, since this is happening, we will work towards that. And for me, that was a milestone as an activist. Beautiful. Yes. I, I, I am so touched, to be <laughs> honest, and I, I love how you deliver your work. It's, mm -hmm. it's really amazing, I must mention. Uh, but my, my question again is, uh, how do you plan on reaching out to people who, who do not have the privilege to use social media? Mm -hmm. Let's say I am this girl from a rural area mm -hmm. where there's no, even internet. Okay. So how, how do you plan on reaching out to me? All right. So... Um I'm sure we've heard the term that people say, use what you have to get what you want. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a radio DJ. Mm -hmm. 
and radio is one of the oldest and traditional ways of mass communication, right? So um, I, I, when I say I'm a radio DJ, I work for uh, Unza Radio. So there's a platform that comes, uh, it's called Youth On Board. So I, I haven't yet uh, talked to the directors yet, but it's an initiative that I, I am going to take to uh, use radio to communicate to people in even the most uh, remote areas because we know that the widest coverage and even statistics show at this particular moment that radio is one of the most used uh, social media, sorry, one of the most used um mass communication tools so i thought why not use radio because you know radio is a background medium so people use radio even when they're, they're farming radio is always there's always uh radio playing even when people are washing in their houses they're cleaning up their houses radio is something that can can reach even in the most remote areas because uh, it's it's a traditional platform it's something that has been there for a while so i said okay let me move to radio because Social social media has already been established, but I'm not reaching that girl child, that male child that needs to hear this message and let, and let them know that they have the right to education, that they have the right to, 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 to shelter. So that's something that I'm looking into uh, at the moment. It hasn't yet been actualized but it's something that i'm working on so yeah i'll be i'll be featuring on an, on a program called youth on board on unza radio so more details will be given as, as time goes on but at the moment radio is something that i thought uh can be a very good platform to use because it's a traditional mass media communication too wow mm. I, I i love the fact that you're using applicable strategies <laughs> you know to yes. reach out to people because sometimes we apply what isn't applicable to solve the problem yes. that we want. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I love that you're using strategies that are workable, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's an amazing thing. Thank you. And mm -hmm. um, I would like to find out from mm -hmm. you, like, what are some of the challenges you've experienced as an activist, you know, for doing your work online? I know you've spoken of you advocating for SRHR services in mm -hmm. Zambia and all of that. Did you ever face any challenge after, like, let's say you 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 direct your message out there, mm -hmm. and then you just have a negative feedback? Always, yeah. <laughs> there's always somebody who has something negative to say. Okay, so what are some of the challenges? All right, so I think yeah. the, the 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 biggest challenge that um, I have is there's always someone who misinterprets or miscommit or, or, or misunderstands what the message is. Um, like like I said before, statics, statistics will prove that we have high numbers of teenage pregnancies. We have high numbers of, of uh, adolescents and, 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 and young adults that are infected with, with the HIV virus. So I'm not speaking from without. So even when I'm generating my message, I have statistics that are backing me up. So even when someone comes and tells me like, who told you that these children in schools are having sex? I'll tell them, like, look, look at the number of, 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 of teenage pregnancies that we have. I'm not speaking from without. So, uh, like, I'll give an example of the same message that, that I had um, on, on, on uh, sexual reproductive health in, uh -huh. in secondary schools. They came to tell me that you're encouraging children to have sex. I said, no, uh -huh. that is not what I'm doing. Obviously, even when we are talking about reproductive health, we're not telling these children to have sex. The first thing that we always advocate for is abstinence. Mm. 
Mm. Even in schools, even at hospitals, even 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 at any health facility, when they're talking about HIV prevention, they always talk about abstinence. They always talk about abstinence, having one sexual partner. It's something that we cannot do away with. But in my messages, I'll tell you, like, in as much as you are misinterpreting me and thinking I am encouraging young children and young, young adults to, to, to be uh, engaging in sexual activities, we know that they are already doing that. So, yes, I will preach about ab abstinence. I will tell these children to stay away from sex. But I will not remove the fact that they are having it. Even, even if we do not want to talk about it, even if we do not want to address it, these children are engaged in sexual activities. We will teach them how to protect themselves even as they engage in these sexual activities. So, like I said, there's always someone who's going to get a negative message or who's just going to misinterpret. So that's something that we cannot do away with. It's something that even as an activist, I have embraced. And it is always my duty to come out and clarify what the message is about. So challenges are there. And, you know, Zambia being a Christian nation, uh, there are certain beliefs that are going to be contradictory because at the end of the day, I am recognizing that, yes, this, this country is a Christian nation. It, 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 it is run by Bible principles. But actuality, people are not doing what is stated. People are not doing what a Christian nation, quote-unquote, is supposed to do. So my message is going to be centered around these people who have gone away from how the country was supposed to be governed. People are doing what they're not supposed to do. So now my job as an activist is recognizing that there are people who are not doing the what they're supposed to do. So I will not give my message based on what the Bible says. There's already that. There's already the Christian nation. There's already the principle of Zambia being run as a Christian nation. I will not go and parrote that and speak of the same thing that he's talking about. I will talk about what is happening on the ground. That is my job as an activist. I will talk about the matters at hand, even if it contradicts certain uh, norms of society. I will talk about it because I am a voice for the voiceless at the end of the day. I am doing it for the minority people because we know that norms of society are what the majority have agreed upon. But we have that minority group of people that does not fall under what the majority wants. So me, my job as an activist, I will talk about what the majority wants to, wants to the, what the minority wants to talk about. And obviously, the majority what, will criticize me. And that is a challenge that I've faced. And even many activists will tell you that that is a challenge that they'll continue facing because societal norms are something that we cannot do away with. They are there. There's nothing we can do about it. So we'll always have that criticism. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, when you were explaining, you know, all I saw was activist versus social norms. Yes. You know, and uh, my, my, my question for you is, um, how is your safety and security? You know, let's say you're, you're advocating for SRHRL, you know, services, which mm -hmm. is an amazing thing. You mm -hmm. know, that, that's, that's very important. But we also have these Christian norms that mm -hmm. are against what you're pushing for. So how is your safety and security? Are, are you safe? Because, for example, if <laughs> I, I believe in the Bible. Mm -hmm. If the Bible or whatever book I believe in tells me to defend my norms and all of that, I can even react in a viol in a uh -huh. violent way, yeah, okay, yeah. to harm you in some way, either emotionally, 
physically mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. way. So how 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 do you, how is your safety and security? I would, I would just love to find out from you as an activist in Zambia. Okay, so uh, we've had we have we've had martyrs actually that have died because they were preaching for something or they were talking against something. So when you when you come up and tell yourself I'm an activist, you should know that it's going to come with consequences, physical, emotional. Mention it all. So, am I safe? No one is really safe. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, when it comes to me, I I, I, I like to think that uh, people always have something negative to say, even act, you know. But at the end of the day, if I stand my ground, if I'm not shaken, the person who's trying to inflict harm on me will be shaken. The fact that they are coming to me, intimidating me, mm-hmm. threatening me, and I am not moved by their threats that intimidates them so that is by far my greatest uh weapon because if i stand firm in what i believe in no matter who is going to come and try to disagree or try to intimidate me obviously uh, when it comes to physical harm um it's something obviously that can be reported so even when someone is coming to you and and Mm -hmm. threatening you if you know your rights trust me even someone who has the biggest muscles, will tone it down because they know like, okay, this person I'm trying to threaten, know what they're talking about. They can take me here and I'll end up here. That's not what I want to do. So at the end of the day, it's about uh, using your words wisely. If someone comes to me and they're threatening me, it's not a wise decision for me to start exchanging words with them. Mm. So I've had, I've had instances where uh, people cause harm. It's not always physical harm, but it's, it's emotional. It's it's stressful. You have people who are constantly talking behind your back and telling you like, why are you advocating for something like this? No, our society says this. Our Zambian culture says this. No, men are not supposed to do this. Women are not supposed to do this. Women belong in the kitchen, not building a fence. Or men can't cook. They're not meant to be in the kitchen. And they'll come and tell you like, look, uh, the way you are raised and the way I was raised are two different things. I, I, I choose to believe in something different. I will not force you to believe in what I believe in, but I will let you know that this is what I believe in. It is up to you to take it or leave it. So it's 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 pretty much about standing your ground. At the end of the day, always stand your ground. So even as I'm being threatened, whether physically, emotionally, uh, uh, it, it doesn't matter. If I speak up, do not let people see your weakness because I've just realized that People will always act on your weak- on your weakness. So if you have your walls built up and they have nowhere to strike you, it's hard for them to cause any harm. Whether it is physical or it's mental or it's me- emotional, it doesn't matter. So always stand your ground. Stand firm in what you believe in. As an activist, people will always try and put you down. Politicians, uh, uh, people in, in, in different organizations will try and tell you, will try and threaten you. But at the end, at the end of the day, if you stand your grounds, if, if you know your rights, there's nothing they can do. Beautiful. Yes, precisely. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so now let's say there's this upcoming activist. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, somebody has something to talk about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they are afraid because of the social norms that exist in our society and all of that. Mm-hmm. So what words of encouragement would you give to that activist? You know, okay. like how can they maintain their mental health mm-hmm. while they're also pushing for other rights? Okay. Yeah. So first thing is put fear away because fear will drive you from opportunities fear will drive you from 
from talking to somebody or speaking for somebody. So um, obviously you, you will have challenges here and there. Challenges will always be there. But at the end of the day, um, always try to establish allies. Always try to talk to people who've been in activis- activism for a long time. Try to partner with non-government organizations, with, with uh, certain facilities that are advocating for the same thing that you're advocating for. So I'm, a mem- I'm also a member of uh, Pepeta Zambia, which is also uh, Africa-wide. It's Pepeta Africa. So this is a platform that allows me to interact with other activists for different things. So you get to share experiences. They tell you, no, this is what happened to me when I went to this basic school and I tried to talk to these people. This is what happened. Or we were at a rally and this happened. People attacked us. It's always about establishing connections and trying to talk to people who are in the similar field as you are so so that you grow alongside them. They teach you things that you, you, you could work with, things that you can do away with depending on what your activism is about. So as a young activist or even not even young, but just as an activist who's coming up, always remember to stand your ground. Never be afraid. If you are afraid, you cannot act. That's what, that is what activism is about. Activism is about acting. So if you are afraid, how will you act? So make sure you always establish contacts. Always find out what happened, who did what, what happened when this situation was presented to you, what happened when this happened, how did you deal with the situation. It's always about talking to people who've done things longer than you are. Life is always about learning, learn, learn, learn. That's all that I can tell you because that is how I have grown as an activist. I have seen how other people do their work and have incorporated their work with mine and I've I've yielded best results. So always make sure that you talk to people who are doing the same things as you are, who are in the same field as you are and uh, uh, speaking for things that similar to yours because that's the best way that each and every one of us as activists can grow always established uh connections and allies beautiful Hmm. wow all i can say is wow (laughs) wow for for that extraordinary message Uh because i myself wants to be an activist so you're not just talking to listeners (laughs) but you're also talking to we need more we need more and um, I, I know you've spoken of uh, the online platforms that you use for your advocacy. Mm-hmm. And also you spoke of the radio and all of that. Uh, maybe as, you know, we are closing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people get in touch with you and just get to see more of your work? Okay. Um, so Facebook, I use Yellow Juice uh, as well as um, Twitter. So Twitter and, and and Facebook, I use Yellow Juice. So you can find all my videos and content. Everything is there. Uh, on TikTok, I use Petronella Tracy. So it's either you search for Yellow Juice or Petronella Tracy or the content that I always hashtag because hashtags help me create a channel where people get to uh, find uh, the content easier so i always make sure i hashtag my work so make sure you look for yellow juice or petronella tracy either on facebook instagram twitter tiktok um and even oh yeah pretty much that so make sure you look for yellow juice or or petronella tracy and you'll be able to find uh, some of my works and uh publications the, the the blog that I started working on had issues here and there with some people, but as soon as it's back up, uh, it will be communicated on all my social media platforms and you'll be able to uh, access my written content as well. 
Wow. Yes. Um, all I can say is thank you so much, Petronella, for sharing has been amazing <laughs> information. Uh-huh. It was very educative. I'm just looking forward for more podcasts with definitely, you. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, it's not yeah. a new voice that you're hearing. It's here to stay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Pleasure.